Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Contest Prep University. Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode four in our series, When It Goes Too Far. And we're going to talk about the the calorie expenditure side. Uh, we all love to train, Adam. We want to we wanna get that cardio in. We want to be ahead of the game. Uh, everybody, of course, in my opinion, seems to place more value these days on training frequency and volume. Uh, so I'll, I'll definitely have a couple points to make about that, but would love to hear your views on just how clients make the most mistakes in taking training cardio too far. Yeah, we, we've seen it, you know, I think it was 2010, the train seven days a week was the big thing to just burn more calories in a contest prep. And I, I think a one that subscribed to that for a short time had the, the worst set of clients and results than they had ever had. Uh, you know, you can definitely take it too far where, you know, you're training too much, you're not recovery, recovering, and you're just not going to get the the muscle gains that you need because you're just constantly in a broken down state. Um, very rarely do I see people you know, not training enough, even my people who are traveling, if they're getting three days a weekend, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I would definitely rather three days a week, four days a week than seven. And I think that's something a lot of people have a, a hard time getting over. I've unfortunately, I used to open uh, my old gym that I used to work at. It was a 24 hour gym, but I was always the first trainer there. I mean, I saw a lady who would probably be there two hours ahead of me, be on cardio for two hours, and she was so spent by the time she got to her car, she would sleep for an hour before she would take off, mm -hmm. and she was in a horrible state of just how she thought she looked and, you know, what she thought people thought of her. Um you know, it was probably the biggest case of, uh, you know, body dysmorphia I'd ever seen. Wasn't even a contest person, just somebody who wanted to look good in the office, you know. And that, that'll be a great example to even come back to in our next and final episode in the series when we talk about obsession. But, um, you know, I, I think there are a couple of voices in our industry that are getting a, a little bit more clarity when it comes to the nuances in frequency and intensity, meaning, you know, load over time and so forth. And I, I mentioned in the in the previous couple of weeks, Andy Galpin, because as a professor in California, he, he's been on the Huberman Lab podcast a couple of times. And I could be corrected on this, but I, I did. I don't think he really emanated from the the muscle culture like a lot of the people who follow us and other you know people in our industry. He's more from the pure classic exercise science part of of the field, and uh, he just said it perfectly a, a couple of weeks ago when he said, "Look, you know, if if there are a certain amount of work sets that are helpful, like this is what you need to progress in strength or hypertrophy, the more advanced you are." the more you need them in one session. Like it takes you longer to get to that point of, of creating a disruptive and adaptive stimulus. And I just thought, holy shit, like finally, like somebody is, is telling something, you know, as it needs to be said, because a lot of people think, well, you know, if I just don't train quite as hard, it's okay for me to train my legs three or four times a week. Or if I have this body part, I'm trying to prioritize, I can train it more often. And yes, you may get some blood flow and I'm air quoting here and stimulus, 
but are you really doing something that is creating forward progress or are you simply giving yourself more chance for tendonitis overuse injuries and and possible overtraining and I, and I think more people fall into that category and I certainly see that being taken too far more than not yeah the injury aspect is huge you know it's not it's not if something happens it's when something happens typically in those those areas and on the cardio side Adam do you think uh, or, or let me just ask it this way like what kind of protocol or template pattern do you like to see competitors in prep following are you asking everybody right out of the gate hey we're, we're kind of two a day type things we're doing this much low intensity this much high intensity like how do you like to see that as an arc throughout all of prep yeah that's a great question too because you know you're gonna have people who are like these people are saying you know too much cardio is a bad thing and I mean, if you're not lean enough, you're probably going to have to do more and what people may deem as too much. Uh, but what I really like to see is the training complement complemented to the cardio load. Um, at that point in time when, you know, you're at a deficit, you're probably not going to grow. You probably need more muscle recovery. So pulling down training um, volume to make up for the additional amount of cardio you might be doing not only helps save you time in your day but it just makes you more efficient at what you're trying to get done but I always like regardless at least like to have a full rest day or two um, and I don't even like calling it active rest I just like to say take a rest day you know if you need to be active maybe go for a 20 minute walk but nothing too intense uh, good. Uh, agree completely. All right, everybody, we will see you next time as we wrap up this series on taking it too far. See you next time in Contest Prep University.